I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And this is Popcorn Fort, a podcast where we describe movies badly. And we're coming to you live from the fiery depths of not quite summer yet. Oh, but it's fiery and humid under here. It's, the air is wet. Mm, yeah. Displeasing. Displeasing. I, Actually, I it's quite saying that. No, ah, no, no. Because, oh, that's right. Because the movie I'm doing yes. is Waterworld. Oh, look at my skills. Your skills at tying in your personal grievances to my movie. I am movie. the perfect podcaster. Hmm. I have ascended. So you won't need me anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Waterworld, uh-huh. um, it came out in 1995. Uh-huh. It was kind of inspired by Mad Max. I can see that. And it was um, produced by Kevin Costner, and it stars Kevin Costner. So Amazing. it's one of those movies where you're like, just because the producer this is, is the lead. This is just a vehicle for Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where you're kind of like, you could have, it was like the seventh Harry Potter book. Mm. If they had a better editor, so much of that could have been cut. Right, yes. Um. Yeah, so that's kind of, it was, uh, I'll give you some fun facts. It was like the most expensive movie. Yeah, like, I can see that. It was like it originally like, be like all tanks. Right? Yeah. Well, originally the budget was like a hundred million dollars, uh-huh. and then like it flew up to like a hundred and thirty-five million dollars, and mm-hmm. then a hurricane destroyed part of the set, and then oh, it. Shit. So it was like one of those things that kept ballooning, and it used to be the most expensive movie that Universal made. Amazing. I, I didn't read enough about the facts because I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, because it would all have to have been fairly practical at mm. that point. Yeah, it was all practical. Most of it was filmed around like in the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. or near Hawaii. Yeah, and like and Steven been, Spielberg yeah. went to him and was like, "Do not film on open water. This is gonna cost you." If Jaws taught me anything, yeah, right. Water filming expensive. Yeah, because you have to have everyone on boats. Yeah, like all the crew. Yeah, yeah, and just everyone always in the water. Mm. So bad. Sounds bad. Anyway, bad for everyone. Anyway, I'd like you to try to predict the movie, and just because it's kind of like you know already sort of like you know. I feel like I know the setting, but I don't know the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So the the tags I'm going to give you are kind of more like I'm going to give you several different um casts of people. Yeah. And then like one sort of like driving factor. Sure. So the driving factor is mysterious tattoo map. Okay. Love and then that. the different groups of people are drifters. Uh huh. Atollers or atollers. Uh huh. And smokers. What smokers could be? So what do you think the story could be around? All right. So what I know about Waterworld, I guess the setting of Waterworld, is that it's in an apocalyptic, like a post-apocalyptic future where all the ice caps have melted. Mm -hmm. And so the entire world, except for Mount Everest, I believe, is covered in water. Mm. Or like the the like the, the height tallest mountain range or whatever something like that yeah yeah, yeah. and um, I think there are like floating cities and like Mad Max style like boat gangs mm. and that's about it and everything everything is like a real kind of Mad Max style yeah yeah um, so. I think the point of this movie is they're trying to find the mountain range, like the last uh, land left on Earth. Mm. And I think it's it's almost like a reverse Atlantis. Oh, yes. Like it's a semi-mythical place yeah. that people, like they, they according to the story at least, mm-hmm. people live there and people live on land and like there's still, like there's plants and stuff there. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they, no, they just eat would eat sea stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah, so like all the 
people. Fish. Yeah, like fish and seaweed and whatever. Would they have seaweed? Would they be able to reach the land underneath them in the ocean? Or I'd, Yeah, I don't know how deep. Like, it must be quite deep because you couldn't build anything. But I reckon in some, like, especially in the, like, more, like, mountainy places, it mm. is shallow enough that you can probably, like, if you're doing, if you're, like, a trained, like, free diver, yeah. you can probably get to, like, the ocean floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I reckon, I reckon there are places that are shallow enough that you can reach the, the floor and there is, is like plant life and stuff. Um, and that's like the most sought after places to like oh, yeah. anchor the cities. Mm. Um, but yeah, cause if you're on the open ocean, then you're a lot more susceptible to like tides and big weather. Yeah. And stuff like that. And it's a lot harder to get food Mm-mm. out of the ocean because, like, obviously all the animals are going to, um, like, collect around, like, the, the kind of closer to the surface reefy bits. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's my world building. <laughs> yep, lovely. Yes. So someone has a tattoo which they say is the map to Everest mm-hmm. slash the islands that yes. are the only islands left. And no one really believes them because they're like, those islands are mythical. Mm-hmm. Land is land is a myth. Like yeah. I don't think there's anyone left who remembers land. Like this oh, yeah. is maybe a couple generations later. I think um, from memory, mm-hmm. this movie is set in 2500. Well, that doesn't help because I don't know when when the apocalypse when the ha- apocalypse yeah. happened. Yes, I think it's a couple of generations post apocalypse because they've mm. had time to build stuff. Yes, and like devolve into like a Mad Max society. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's like there are there are stories of mm-hmm. how the world was before, but not everyone really believes them. That's fair. Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah, there's there's someone who's like um has has had like a tradition like they got it from their grand the grandparents mm. and they got it from their grandparents. This is like this secret map that it started out as just a map and then they like got it tattooed so mm-hmm. that it would it would be like safe. Yeah. And it's like the secret map to the to the only land left on earth. Mm. And I think like the people who've had it before have like tried to find it and couldn't. Yes. Um but Kevin Costner like okay so we've got drifters who are people who don't live in the big floating cities. Yes. And drift. Mm-hmm. And like are like scavengers/raiders. Slash that would make sense. And we've got what were the smokers? I think smokers are the people who live in the floating cities because they might have, like, they've got, like, fire technology. Okay, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Like, they've got, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all kind of Mad Max-style levels of... Mm. I mean, no, obviously we wouldn't have, like, gasoline or anything. Yeah, you'd think everything would be more, like, solar or hydro-powered. But I'm pretty sure that there's going to be, like, jet skis and shit in this, so I don't know how they're doing that. Whatever. So, I don't know. Maybe it's it's all, like, yeah, so they've got, like, I don't know, they're, like, maybe coal-powered. Mm. So that's why they're called smokers, because they're big, smoky, kind of yeah. coal-powered cities. Um, and then the atollers are the people who live on the atoll, which is the only land left. Okay. Because an atoll, I'm pretty sure, is a... Small, humble a, land or something. Yeah, is, is like a... Um, I, 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 I thought it was more like a, a little chain of islands. Oh, yeah, I should probably just Google it. Look what that is. It's possible that it's actually just, like, shallow, like, it's, like underwater hills mm. but like it means it's shallower there More oh yeah like, like reef, the reef dwellers. like a reef space yeah yeah but i'm gonna say the atolls are the people who live on the the only land left mm-hmm. so they're trying to find them um yeah so i think plot is yeah kevin kevin costner finds out about he's a drifter and he finds out about this secret map who 
I think it belongs to another drifter. Okay. There's like another gang of drifters who who like follow this map person and are like trying to figure out where this place is. Yeah. And Kevin Costner like joins them and he becomes like the kind of chosen one only person who has oh, the right yes. knowledge to find this because he's like a really far ranging drifter. Okay, that makes sense. And has like seen more of the world. Mm. Did you want to know what an atoll was? Sure. A ring shaped reef, island or chain of islands formed of coral. Ha! Chain of Island. Mm-hmm. There we are. Coral. I mean, it's not formed of coral because... But I don't necessarily trust this movie to know, to know ocean geography. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of, like, kind of fights, like, like fights between rival mm. gangs or, like, trying to get supplies from cities that are ruled by warlords or whatever. But... Mm. I think in the end they're going to find the isle- the island, but there's only going to be a couple people left. Oh, yeah. Like, I know maybe there's an orphan that Kevin Costner has adopted. When doesn't he adopt? He- so many orphans. <laughs> Let them go. And, like, yeah, it's kind of like last survivors of this futile mm. quest manage to find the place. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-mm. And then it's life kind of open happens there. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my prediction. So, I mean, like, basically. Yeah. It's yeah, all I don't like... really, uh, yeah, you didn't really give me enough information to get, like, a plot plot. Mm. But I feel like there's not a super big plot. Like, I feel like the quest is going to be the plot. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole movie plot is more like just And it's interspersed with, like, ocean. some fights and yeah, some cool ocean stuff. Yeah, I would describe this movie as quite shallow. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the world is fun, mm. but the actual plot is just kind of bland. Mm, mm. Um, it's just a vehicle for this cool world building idea. Pretty much, yeah. Like it, which is what we're usually looking for. It's true. Actually. Yes, it is true. Um. So yes. So tell me what actually happens. Yes, I will. Um. Before we start, I'm just gonna do a content war- warning. Mm-hmm. Just generic, sort of like future dystopia, post apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Um. Forced prostitution and like a bit of pedophilia. Right. Um, nothing overtly pedophilic happens, but it's kind of tied into the forced prostitution part. Right. So that's gross. Yeah. Don't like that. I'm just gonna gloss over it when it comes to it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I'm gonna say the world for this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost more like the entire world is open ocean. Right. No one because there's, there's no, no shallow bits. There's no shallow bits as far as anyone's aware. It could be maybe on the other half of the world, but they have no forms of communication. Yeah, of course. It's almost more like shanty rescue um refugee type lifestyles. Yeah, totally. And so that more Mad Maxi. Yeah. Um but and yeah. They just eat fish. <laughs> we don't know. That's not touched on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna just kinda get into it. So we yeah. open the movie, it's the universal um Logal? Lo- fuck me. The logal? The logal. The logal, um, Sasha? <laughs> the, logo. the universal logo. And mm-hmm. it does the fun thing where like, it zooms into the logo and the logo, because it's the planet, starts to be covered in water. Ah, like, you know, remember when all of the movie logos had the thing were, where... like, personalized to the movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so they do that. Mm-hmm. And essentially we get the background that um the ice caps melted, mm-hmm. covered the entire globe in water. Seems fake. Seems fake. Yep. And the survivors adapted, but everything is water now. Yes. There's literally no landmass. Yep. That anyone's aware of. That anyone's aware of. Yep. So we kind of like keep zooming in and we come to this um little ship um, and we're focusing on Kevin Cosner. Uh-huh. Cosner. Huh. I'm not having a good time, <laughs> Kevin Costner. And he's on this sort of like, it's like a catamaran. I think this one's a trimaran. 
where basically what it is, it's almost like a really narrow three hulls with almost like a trampoline between each section. Right, yeah. Yes. So he's on that. Um, It kind of just opens with him like peeing into a container. Sure. And then he pours the container. Oh, uh, no, there's no fresh water. They have to drink their own piss. Well, he has like a distiller uh-huh. that turns it into fresh water. Okay. Which and there's also rain, I assume, but you, still. There, see, I was watching this whole movie. I'm like, all of these things don't seem suitable for any like... Long term. Long term. Like, if there's any weather at all, it seems like you would be fucked. Yeah. But there's always clear skies. It's all fine. There's never a storm. There's no waves or swells. And I'm just kind of like... Anyway, um, so he's on a ship. He's drinking his pee water. Uh-huh. And, um, like, his ship sort of, like, almost, like, catches or something. And he's like, oh, I'm oh. interested. So he goes off into the water and he dives. Mm-hmm. And it gets... We get the vibe that he's underwater for a really long time. Mm-hmm. As we get, like... We get lots of atmospheric shots. Because you've had to adapt. Yeah. And he has, like... It's very ramshackle, very sort of cobbled together. It's all patchwork. Yeah. And he has, like, a little lime tree. Uh-huh. Which has, like, six limes on it. Cute. Very cute. But then as we look at the lime tree, some, like, random person, like, steals the limes. <gasps> a thief. A thief. And we're like, what the fuck? Of course, scurvy. Yeah. Yeah, of course, scurvy. And so, like, um, he comes out of water mm-hmm. and, like, he, like, gets on his boat and he sees there's, like, a second sort of little dinghy catamaran. Aha. Uh-huh. And, like. Lime raiders. Lime raiders. <laughs> um, and so they're, like, they're chatting. It's very dystopian. They're like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen anyone in, like, a bajillion months. Oh, Yeah. yeah. There's not many, like, you know, drifters who still do the old ways of, like, you know, doing trade and stopping to talk to each other. Right, sure. And that sort of thing. So, presumably, there's tons of, like, just, like, solo people on, like, really shitty ramsackle ships. Yeah. Sailing around. While they're chatting, we see, like, smoke on the horizon and there's some Mad Max jet skis. Oh, nice. And they're like, ah, fuck it, smokers. How do the jet skis work? Okay, to be fair, we'll get to it later in the movie, okay. but the smokers kind of have their base as an old oil tanker, and they're I measuring- I forgot about oil rigs. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. So it's an old oil tanker, and they have like a dude who literally lives in the oil tank and measures how deep it is. Right. And he's always just trapped down there. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, which is a horrible fate. I don't know how he's alive. He's like an old man, but you're like, mm, it doesn't seem like they're feeding him, and he lives in darkness. Bad. So bad. Yep. Everything's bad. Well, yes. Um, anyway, uh, so they're like, oh, fuck, smokers. And um, while he came up to the ship, like, this separate bag rose from the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. So what we can kind of assume is, like, we don't really know it, but, like, he presumably was underwater and he maybe collected some things. Right. And then he had, like, a boy lift up the things to the top while he came back to the surface on his own time. Sure. Um, So he looks at his bag and he's like, oh, my God, I need that bag Mm -hmm. because I just got stuff. Yep. In it that I want. Yeah. And then he looks at his lemon tree and he's like, his lime tree, he's like, oh, fuck, my limes are gone. And the other guy's like, ha I took your limes. Anyway, I'm going to leave. You get to, like, don't try and get your bag because the smokers are going to go after that bag you just got and right. also maybe fuck you up. Right. Like, we both need to flee, but thanks for the limes. It's a pretty bad world. Everyone's bad. Everyone's bad. Um, But he does, basically, Kevin Costner's like, well, time to reveal that my boat's actually pretty cool and hot. Not high tech, but it's like a lot of things was like, oh, if I pull this lever, like a sail pops up and like rigs itself immediately and it has like these cool spinny bits. Cool, 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 cool. And so he races the jet skis and he gets his bag and then now he's pursuing the lime thief. Yeah. And everyone's just like, how is he so fast? (laughs) Holy shit, he's such a good sailor, mariner, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's a really good like engineer, basically. Exactly. And because he has this like trimaran. Yeah. Um, What he does is he sails over the Mm. other guy. Yeah, in his little boat. In his little boat, mm-hmm. and he smashes his mast yep. and sails. So he's now more like yep. he's like yeah, unmoored, drifting. Yep. So he sails away with his bag. He just fucked up that guy. He doesn't get his limes back, but now the smokers catch the other guy. Right, and it's presumed like you know like they they kill him. He's screaming. Yeah, he's having a terrible time. Yeah, 
So they're just kind of like smokers are like the raiders, bandits. Yeah, sure, because they're the fastest. The fastest. Because they've got they've got the oil to power mm. the jet skis. Yeah. Yeah. So he is sailing and he reaches this like um it's called an atoll. It's basically like this really ramshackle floating shanty town. Oh. Which is almost like the shanty towns are the atolls. Yeah. Interesting. And it's it is a ring. Yeah. It's almost like they have a massive fortress wall and a gate that opens and then center is all water. That makes sense. So it's like almost like a caldera of water in the center. Yeah. And he's like, let me in, I have stuff to trade. And the town guard's just like, eh, no, we're not interested in trade. Oh. And he's like, I have, like, cool shit. And they're like, no, not good enough. He's like, well, I have this. And he, like, he reveals a jar of dirt. Okay. And you're kind of like, where did he get the dirt from? And they're like, holy shit, dirt. Okay, you can come in. You have two hours to trade. I guess if they need to grow things, they need dirt. Yeah, exactly. Like, dirt is, like, the most premium resource. Like, where did you get dirt from? So he sails in. Uh Uh-huh. And, um... What we kind of see, like, it's all metal. Everything's pretty much rusty metal. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a funeral service going on where it's, like, a dead old lady. Ocean burial? No, it's not an ocean barrel. They're, like, kind of, like, um, from bones to dirt, veins to vines. Oh, of course. You make them into compost. Yeah, so, like, they have this, like, sludgy, muddy water. And then they have, like, a couple of trees growing out of it. Mm -hmm. And, like, they kind of just dump the bodies in the mud nice but yeah, you kind makes of like perfect sense so he basically he's in the city now and he's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna go trade some dirt mm-hmm. and he trades it for like the monetary system is apparently like chits yeah but he trades it like 64 chits for water yeah so he gets the coins that he can presumably train for water yeah later on yeah and so he goes to the bar like the water bar <laughs> service Good. store yeah and, like, they have no water there. Oh, no. There's, like, you know, like, a couple of, like... And all of the drink cups are almost, like, old plastic bottles that were cut in half that you can drink from. Uh-huh. Or And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, shit, you have no water. Well, I'm going to trade your chits for, like, oh, you have a tomato plant. I'll buy your tomato plant. I'll yep. buy whatever water you have left. I'll buy your shelves. Yeah. That sort of thing. And, like, at the same time, there's these, like, dudes who are slightly almost too fancy for this place. Uh-huh. I'm um, talking, they're like, oh, yeah, apparently there's a girl here who has a tattoo on her back, and this tattoo is a map uh-huh. to the dry land. Uh-huh. Like, you know, the mythical dry land. Uh-huh. This pretty lady, this pretty bar lady is serving the water. Mm-hmm. She's clearly going to be the love interest. Of course. Um, so she's doing that. She's serving water. There's, uh-huh. like, nothing. Uh-huh. And um, a little girl comes out of the back room mm-hmm. and, like, goes to take some, like, charcoal or coal to draw with. We can see she has, like, a circular tattoo on her back. Uh-huh. And, like, they're like, oh, see that child there? That's the tattooed girl who has the map. Sure. And um, so that, like, we kind of have, that's the the main drive of the story now built. We now know what the hook is. Totally, totally. We have our found family. Yep. (laughs) Yep, yep. So he buys everything. He's going to do some kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So Kevin buys everything. He goes to leave. Yeah. And, like, as he's leaving, like, these town elders are like, oi, 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 before you go, look, we have this beautiful teenage girl. Can you please impregnate her so we have some new seed in our colony? And it's gross. It's yeah. disgusting. I mean, I understand the world building, but also gross. Yeah, very gross. Yes. And, he and like, she's just kind of, like, standing there just like, I'm not into this. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm leaving now. And they're like, no, it's very suspicious that you, a drifter who's been at sea for ages, doesn't want to have sex with this unwilling child. <laughs> so we're going to, like, call the town... Like, the, some of the, like, other people, and the people are like, hey, you can't leave. Like, it's really suspicious that you're doing it. You have to stay here, and, like, you can leave when she's pregnant. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, um, but during this whole conflict, they realize that Kevin Costner is actually a mutant. Oh. So what he has is he has gills behind his ears. That's why he could stay underwater for so long. Mm. Is he getting the dirt, then, from the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, it's fucking sand. So much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the dirt is sand. Nice. And he has, like, webbed toes and all that jazz. Cool. Um, and there's a huge riot because they're all just like, oh, it's a muto. 
these fucking mutants. Oh, so it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Apparently mutants are a thing. Yes. And apparently people hate them. But they're so useful. I know, right? I don't know. Um, so there's a, a riot, there's an underwater fight, he winds up getting, like, captured in a net. Uh-huh. And, like, they're gonna go kill him. Yeah. And then the town guard, the one who let him in, is like, hey, 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 you can't just fucking kill him. He can get dirt? No, he doesn't even say that. Like, yeah. this guy got dirt, he's gonna be a good resource. No, he's like, you can't just kill him, that's, uh, not just, or whatever. Or, okay, like, this sure. is, like, he's a, he's a good person. Well, he's kind of like, I'm here to keep the order, this isn't orderly. I guess. So we'll, like, we'll do the whole shebang, like a oh, trial. Oh, so we need to do a trial. Yeah. It's clearly going to be a biased trial. Obviously. No, I just... This guy can get dirt. Yeah. You need dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you scared of mutants? He's functional. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So he gets put into a little cage mm-hmm. Um. that kind of hangs above the mud pit. Sure. Like, you know, just one of those, like, hanging square cages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and meanwhile, he's, like, really angry watching people, like, raid his boat. He's like, fucking, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> My beautiful boat. My beautiful boat. Beautiful supplies. Yes. So meanwhile, the little girl is in her place and she's drawing. Mm-hmm. And she's drawing things like flowers and horses. Oh. Just pretty weird. You're like, hmm. What the fuck? Nanny. Prophetic dreams. Yeah. And, like, meanwhile, the bar lady and this old man are there. Yeah. And, like, shit, we really want to leave this place. This place is dying and it sucks. Yeah. And, like, maybe the mutant, because he got dirt, would know about Dryland and know where Dryland is ah. or know how to read this map. Yep. And so the old man's like, yes, that is a smart thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go talk to the mutant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go to chat. And he, like, he shows the him, he shows Kevin a copy of the map that he drew. Yeah. He's like, hey, do you know where Dryland is? Can you read this map? Can you help us? And Kevin's just like, help me escape here and I'll help you. And then the town guard's just like, hey. Old man Gregor, what the fuck are you doing? And Gregor's like, listen, I'm way too much of a coward to help you. So what if you just tell me what Dryland is? Oh, God, the guard's yelling him out. Right. And Kevin Costner's just like, well, that was a waste of my time. Yep. So now they're having a trial for him. Uh-huh. And he's sentenced to be recycled. Uh-huh. Which means, like, Pushing they're just... tree. Yeah. Well, literally, they just lower the cage into the mud. Okay. Presumably for him to drown and die in. He can breathe underwater. Yeah, but it is mud. It is mud. There's no oxygen in there. Yeah, there's no oxygen in there. But as they're, like, lowering him into the mud pit, um, they're like, oh, shit. The smokers, they're coming. Oh, no. We have to stop the ex- execution. Like, we don't have time for this. So we just need a fight. Yeah. And it's, like, all these, like, ships on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're all, like, you know, like, jet skis and motorboats. And nice. they have a seaplane. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they're pretty cool. They're the most Mad Max. That seems like it would use a lot of oil. A seaplane. <laughs> I know, right? So, um, meanwhile, so everyone's fighting, everyone's dying, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. There's machine guns. The smokers all have guns. Of course. And you're just kind of like, where are you getting your bullets from? Again, non-renewable. Yep. Yeah, um, like, who are these people who were like, okay, the world is flooding. What do we need? Guns. I mean, it's Americans. The smokers are Americans. <laughs> the smokers are all the Americans. <laughs> yes. So, um, like, meanwhile, the mutant is drowning in his uh-huh. cage because it, like, it was being lowered, but then it got hit by, like, a jet skier and now it's still uh-huh. going down under. Uh-huh. And, like, basically, um, Helen sees he's drowning mm-hmm. and she helps save him. Hooray. She's like, I'll save you if you hit- save us. Helen is the barmaid. Yeah. And at the same time, the old man, mm-hmm. Gregor, has this airship he set up and he accidentally triggers it during the fight. Sure. So it starts filling up with gas uh-huh. and, like flying out and he's like Helen Anola Anola's little girl we gotta leave now we gotta leave now and he's where did he get the gas I don't know (laughs) where does anyone get anything I don't know (laughs) yes so the old man accidentally escapes by airship Mm -hmm. because they're like whoa why are you flying away you have to pick us up he's like I'll throw it on a rope 
uh-huh. try and grab it in time and they don't grab it in time. And he's like, okay, oh, I'm so sorry, bye. Chekhov's old man flies off into the sky to be heard from later, presumably. Oh, absolutely. They get to the mountain and he's just there. Hello! <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, they release the mutant, shenanigans happen, they get a gate open, they all escape. Yeah. By they all escape, I mean like, you know, Kevin Costner, Helen and Enola escape. Yes, yeah. Do they get his boat back? They do. His good boat? Yes, yes they get his boat back. They also keep the tomato plant. Nice. And, and they have some supplies. Yeah. Nice. And the smokers are mad. And like during their um escape, mm-hmm. they kind of like, you know, um, shoot a harpoon into the guy with the Gatling gun uh-huh. and spin it so he shoots all the smokers. Sure. And like blows up their ship and stuff. Nice, 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 nice. So smokers mad, but everyone's dead now pretty much. Okay. And there's still the dudes. Like there's kind of like the smokers have taken over the atoll, but a lot of their stuff got destroyed in the process. Right. And they're interrogating. So like the fancy dudes that weren't like suited to the bar yeah. are actually smokers. Ah. And so they're talking to like the leader smoker who's called Deacon. Yeah. Because he's the Deacon. Sure. I'm like, hmm. He used to be a teacher, I guess. I guess. I can't believe the smokers have religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, they're interrogating people because they want the tattoo girl because they want to go to dry land. Oh, Okay. And they learn that, you know, the, okay, like, we got to hunt down the mutant. He took the little girl who has the tattoo map. Yeah. So we go to, like, it's going to be a bunch of just, like, oh, we're family bonding time. But sure. also we have to get through all the tension first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, like, ship shenanigans where it's, like, the ship is damaged. We can't go fast enough. I'm going to murder the child. No, don't murder the child. What if you have sex with me instead? Uh, let's not have sex. You're clear and comfortable. Oh, but don't touch my child. Like, you know, all that sort of stuff. Sure, yeah. He's, like, what if I just kill both of you? No, don't kill both of us. Oh, conflict. Interpersonal shenanigans occur. Yeah. 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 And then at the same time, we go to like the smoker's base mm-hmm. and they're just, they're all so chaotic. Uh-huh. They're like the lost boys of Mad Max. Good. They're all war boys. War boys. Yeah. Yes. Love that. And like, basically the idea is like, oh shit, we're running out of oil. There's mm-hmm. only like four feet of oil left. It's non-renewable. Non-renewable. We have to find dry land. All the resources will be there, presumably. They will not. <laughs> They will not. They don't know how to get fucking oil. No. You have to drill for it. You don't have the technology. Yeah. And they also don't call it oil. They call it go juice. (laughs) I love that. Get the go juice. We're running out of go juice. We have only four feet of go juice. It makes them go. Yes. So we get some more like random ship life stuff. She's bad at sewing. The kid loves to draw. She finds his crayons because presumably he has a bunch of like little like knickknacks he's gone from the ocean floor which sure. includes crayola sure um and like he's mad he's like stop using my fucking stuff <laughs> you're all interlopers on my ship i hate this yeah and then like you know the kids is like i'm not afraid of you you're just like a scary dickhead anyway and he's like what if i throw you off my fucking ship eh yeah and then oh no she can't swim and like helen jumps in to save her and he's yep. like oh i'm vaguely guilty now here sure. i'll pick you guys back up sure also helen keeps changing her clothes how? Where I don't did she get know. them from? I don't know. <laughs> sometimes she has pants, sometimes she has a skirt, sometimes she has a dress, sometimes she has a corset. That's just her, her superpower. Yeah, it's just her superpower. <laughs> anyway, the smokers find them because they have a plane. Uh-huh, of course. So now it's fighting And they can plans. only go so fast. And I'm pretty sure Jack Black is flying the plane. Nice. Because I was like, wait a second. Hang on. Yeah, so they're flying the plane and, like, um, Kevin Crossner goes into his little hull to, like, presumably get a harpoon and weapons to fight. Mm-hmm. And Helen's just like, oh, fuck, he just abandoned us. I'm uh-huh. going to go take... Because he has it mounted onto his ship a harpoon gun with a chain, like a whaling gun. Yeah. And so she's just like, ah, oh, I'm going to deal with this problem then because you abandoned us. Mm-hmm. And she harpoons the plane. But the problem is that the plane's now attached to the boat. Yes, and it will be pulling them. Yeah, so the plane's just, like, pulling and spinning around the boat and... Uh-huh. 
uh-huh. destroying them. Uh-huh. And eventually it escapes. Like, uh-huh. Jack Black shoots the rope off. Sure. But the ship is now fucked up. Yes, and Kevin is mad. You feel really bad for Helen and Enola because essentially they're just trapped on a ship. Yeah. With a man that could really hurt them. Yeah, at any point. At and any they point. they didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So this is happening. And while this happens, they, like, come across another drifter. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, like, you know, clearly been alone for way too long. He talks to himself a lot. Yeah. And he's like, here, I have some really good shit. This was, like, the prized treasure of this atoll that I robbed. Yeah. And it's, still, like, some slice, some pieces of paper. Uh-huh. He's like, here, I'll give you these pieces of paper uh-huh. if you let me rape the women here. Uh-huh. Essentially, well, like, let me have sex with the women. Sure. And, like, Kevin Costner's like, okay, yeah, f- give me the paper and I'll give you half an hour. Uh-huh. Which is terrible. But then so, he takes the paper and doesn't let him do it? Well, he takes the paper and he can't read it because he's like, it's all in, like, Chinese. Okay. He's like, this is useless to me. And meanwhile, Helen's, like, fighting the dude downstairs. Jesus fucking Christ. And, like, okay, he, so he it wasn't a trick. He just straight up was going to let him do it. He this. was going to let him do it, but then I guess he felt guilty. He's like, no, this paper isn't worth it. Well, also, he I can't didn't feel read guilty. It. He was like, this is a a bad trade because I can't use this and yeah. he went back on him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's like, he went back down, he's like trades off. Mm. Uh, and then the guy's like, that's not good enough. Like, dude we had a deal. And like, yeah, this is the whole area with the sort of like, he's like, oh, can I have an extra minute with the younger one? Or, it was gross, it was nasty. And like, they wind up fighting, Kevin kills him. Good. Which is but good. But also, Kevin, bad person as well. Yeah, Kevin's a fucking bad person. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I have sex with Helen. I don't care. And Helen's like, don't do this. You can't trade us for this. This is terrible. Yep. 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 Anyway. It's all bad. But now that he's done this, it's time for them all to be, like, friendly and bond. And they're like, listen, we have no fucking food. <laughs> um, and he's like, here, I'll go fish. Out of necessity. I guess. <laughs> on I the guess. women's part. Yeah. I'm like, this feels really forced. They're like, okay, listen, we're starving to death here. Yes. We do need some food. And he's like, okay, I'll do this. And so what he does is he grabs this rope and he ties it around himself. And he goes off the back of the ship as it's still sailing. And essentially what he does is, apparently the ocean has giant monsters now. Oh, cool. Which are kind of, it kind of looked like um, Leoplerodon or something like that. I don't know what those are. Uh, actually, think about the Jurassic Park water, the Jurassic World water monster that kills the... Um, oh, are those the... the it's the... like a crocodile with flippers. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like a massive crocodile with flippers. Cool. Who basically attacks him and he like defeats it and now they have a giant monster to eat. They have a kaiju. The the timeline on this of this movie is fucked because apparently it's been long enough that sea monsters have evolved, mm. but short enough that the humans haven't run out of resources and died out. Exactly. And they don't seem to overlap. <laughs> and they also seem very unrelated. Yeah. But also long enough for humans to start becoming mutant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they eat together. It's time to bond. He teaches an old to swim. They're a family, I guess. Um, and they reach a barter outpost, which is literally just almost like a floating lighthouse, uh-huh. like in terms of sizing. Uh-huh. It's very small. They're like, hey, this is looking really shady. Like everyone's kind of standing there waving, oh, but not seeing anything. Suspicious. Yeah. And what happened is basically the smokers are there and they've like killed all the people and uh-huh. they're puppeting their corpses to wave. Cool. So terrible there. And like, um... Kevin has this special, like, underwater periscope. Yes. And he turns around and he sees, like, jet skiers, like, tied underwater, ready to, like, fly away. Do the jet skiers... They have breathing masks. Okay. Connected to the surface. Oh, like snorkels. Yeah, like snorkels. Nice. And he's like, mm, we're gonna leave. We're not gonna go to this outpost. Absolutely. And the smoker's like, ah, oh, goddammit, they noticed. Um, we gotta pursue. Our clever tricks did not work. Yeah, clever tricks did not work at all. Not Somehow the mutant realized something was shady when they didn't respond to his calling. Amazing. Who yes. would have thought? Who would have thought? He was speaking Portuguese, which is apparently <laughs> the language of the outposts. Of course. 
Everyone else speaks English. English and Portuguese yep. are the only languages left. So yeah, there's a whole fight, whole pursuit. They escape the jet skis, but Kevin gets shot. Oh no. And now he's bleeding in the water. And then they have all this like conflicting- sea monsters? No, no sea monsters anymore. That was the only sea monster we really saw. Just such a waste. Could have had more cool sea monsters. That would have been cool. Yeah. And anyway, there's this big conflict because they're like, I know it's like, Helen's like, I know it seems like they're after Enola, but this is just bad luck, obviously. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, clearly this is to Enola. She's like, okay, her map on her back. The map on her back is, you know, for dry land. Yeah. Um, I mean, the tattoo literally just looks like a circle with a little mountain peak at the top and then like an S squiggle running through it and like some Chinese characters. Uh-huh. So it's not the greatest of maps. Okay. But anyway, they have this whole conflict where she's like, yeah, it's a map to dry land. He's like, dry land is a myth. And she's like, where did you get dirt from? Yeah. Um, he's like, dry land isn't real. And then she's like... He, so he doesn't answer. He's <laughs> like, it ain't real. It's all a fucking myth. She's like, yep. but you have such weird things. You have dirt. Clearly it's real. Yeah. And he's like, fine, I'll take you to dry land. And he has like this little air bubble. Uh-huh. Where it's like almost like um the bottom half will be water. It's like an open bottle at the in the ocean. So the top half is trapped air. Oh, so he's found like an underwater cave thing. Well, it's a thing where it's like he puts a weight on it. And he puts her in there oh, and takes her underwater. Oh, he has the bubble. Okay, he has yeah, the sure. bubble. I don't know why. It's like he a has diving it. bell. It's a diving bell. Okay. He puts her in the bell and she gets dragged down. Yeah, why does he have that? He doesn't need it. I don't know. He just has it. Okay. Convenience. <laughs> and like, there's no question about decompression here. Apparently, that's not a thing to worry about because no. he goes real fucking deep. He goes so deep that he has to crack flares. Which he just has so that you see. can see underwater. Right. And as he goes down, it's an underwater city, like a skyscraper city. And yeah. it's all like rusted girders and broken apart. Cool. And he's like, you know, taking her through there. Also, meanwhile, they are still being pursued by smokers. Like, they've just escaped the smokers. But he's just having <laughs> this little detour. We're just having a little tour of the sunken city. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when he was bleeding in the water, Deacon was like, send the trackers uh-huh. after him. And so like, Enola is left on board the ship. Uh-huh. Because they're like, there ain't enough air for two people. No, of course. And so she's on the ship watching, like, the pressure gauge to know when, like, when they're coming back up. Sure. And then she sees, like, two fins go by. So apparently the trackers are sharks. Oh, cool. Yeah. They've tamed sharks. Apparently they've tamed sharks. That's the only thing we see. We see two fins. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, cool. Oh, nope, that's it for... Nope, that's it. That's all we see. Yeah. And so um, Kevin and Helen resurface. Mm-hmm. And they see, like, smokers everywhere, and they're like, oh, fuck, and there's smokers on the ship. Yeah. But the smokers haven't found Enola yet, because she's hiding in, like, there's a hole in one of the catamaran halls. Like, one of the little, um... Right, yes. So she's hiding inside that. So so it's implied by that little bit that Kevin's obviously got all his stuff from sunken cities. Yeah, and And the the dirt dirt is literally him just, like, lifting up sand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So the smokers haven't found Enola, mm-hmm. and like you know, um, they're basically like, "Tell us where she is," and they mm-hmm. say no, and then they go to kill them, and Enola's like, "No, you can't." Mm-hmm. And so they find Enola. Um, they kidnap Enola. They leave. Meanwhile, our guys flee underwater because they're like, "Okay, burn down this whole ship," because uh-huh. we're done here. Set on fire, which is a waste of their gasoline, I'd say. So they're doing that, and like you know, they dive underwater, and the girl and Helen's like, "I can't breathe underwater," and then Harry's mm-hmm. like, "I'll breathe for you." Okay, let's just have a long forced kiss while uh-huh. I breathe for you. And so the boat's uh-huh. burnt down. Enola's kidnapped. Mm -hmm. And then so they get back on the wreckage Mm -hmm. because it's still floating. Uh And like everyone in this movie is covered in fake tan. Everyone has (laughs) fake tan. Well. Also, Helen has no body hair. Of course not, Sasha. She's a woman in the the apocalypse. Yeah, she has time to shave. (laughs) So yeah, um, like they get back on after the long force kiss. The Uh smokers are long gone. Uh And Enola is suffering. 
Essentially, because it just, like, tells how to read your map. Yeah. Oh, maybe if we cut the map off her back and, like, flattened it so we could read it better. Gross. You know, all that terrible stuff. They yep. Meanwhile, Kevin and Helen are having sex on the wreckage, because romance. Your child has been kidnapped! Yep! Oh, and I should mention that, um, like, Kevin was like, why do you think dry land is such a real thing? And she's like, listen, we found, like, Enola, literally, like, we found her in a basket on, like, rich, dark earth. Like, in the basket, the bottom of it was earth. Some prince of Egypt, this kid. Someone, prince of Egypt, this kid, but put dirt in the basket with the baby? Yeah. For some reason? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, after they have sex in the wreckage, Mm -hmm. um... Kevin's, like, underwater getting his stuff. Mm -hmm. And he sees the drawings of Enola's, and he's like, wait a second, these are animalies, and these are trees. And look, I've... she's got baby memories. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) I guess. And um, he has a copy of an old National Geographic magazine that he kept in a treasure chest. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, oh my god, tree, tree, I'm shooketh. This kid really did come from dry land. So that magazine he's gotten from an underwater city. Yeah. That has been there for... Time isn't real! <laughs> but anyway, um, he surfaces, and they're just like, mur, 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 mur. oh, hey, Gregor's here in the airship. Oh, cool. And Gregor's like, wow, it was a great idea of yours to set your um, boat on fire, <laughs> because the smoke led me to you. Hang on, hang on, were they fucking in the on-fire boat? No, so the boat was on fire, they were underwater breathing, uh-huh. and then when it stopped being on fire, they went onto the wreckage. Which is still slightly smoking. Okay, so it didn't burn up completely. No, there's still parts of it. No, they weren't fucking in an active fire. (laughs) It would have been a lot. Yeah, anyway, Gregor lets down a rope and he, like, flies them away to a small group of survivors. Uh They've kind of, like, roped together some boats. Sure. From the atoll and, like, the airship is lassoed on. The town Mm -hmm. guard dude is there. Mm -hmm. And there's all this thing where they're just like, oh, hey, we survived. And the survivors are like, oh, fuck, we didn't want you here. Uh, and uh, like, don't bring we this mutant here, which is stupid to say. Don't bring this mutant onto our water floating city. Yeah, because yeah, she kind of would probably help you. Yeah, once more. Yep, best suited for your terrain. No logic. No logic. Um, but yeah, Kevin and Helen are like, we should go after the smokers to get Enola, and then everyone else is like, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> we should keep like floating and moving around so we don't get killed by smokers instead yeah so they have a jet ski apparently oh sure probably from like taking from one of the dead smokers yeah and so kevin goes on the jet ski and he's going after the smokers to save um enola Mm -hmm. and helen's like we gotta help and everyone's like what if we didn't and then gurga's like i will help you me town guard and you helen let's go on the airship and follow after him sure so that's fun the airship is like you know literally um patchwork patchwork avatar the last airbender nice yep nice zeppelin yes and cool. so he arrives at the smoker's base. Mm-hmm. And it's like this old oil tanker or maybe an old cruise ship. Sure. Anyway, but it's really old. It's all of rust. It's all orange at this point. Yeah. And like the barnacle crusting on the bottom is super duper thick. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, several meters thick. Oh, damn. So he climbs up the outside of it because there's all these holes in the um, exterior of the ship. Sure. Which I feel like it should have sank. The moment there was like a squall. Yeah, yeah. Weather doesn't exist. In Weather this world, doesn't exist in this world. Except apparently rain. Anyway, um, so Deacon's having a speech. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a working microphone, which is interesting. The smokers all kind of have electricity. They have electricity. I guess. I guess if they have generators. Yeah. But again, that God, they just use up their oil. Yeah, it, I feel so like you quickly. should protect your resources better. Yeah. Maybe some rationing. Yeah. Any at all. Yeah. So anyway, he's having a speech. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, oh yeah, um, 
like God has, you know, helped us. He's giving us away. And he like uh-huh. he's like basically rallying the forces. He throws out cans of spam. And everyone's like, Yay, food, we're starving. Yay, spam. And he's like drinking Jack Daniels during his speech. Okay, cool. And so Kevin's now on the ship. Yeah. And like he's just going around murdering people mm-hmm. while Enola's monologuing about how cool he is. Yeah, sure. You know, as they do. As you do. And Deacon is also monologuing and he like he shows off Enola, like a la Simba. <laughs> and he's like, look, a map on her back. She's our guide. Yep. Anyway, so now that I've, like, rallied all of my forces, let's go to dry land. And so everyone, like, runs down, like, several layers. Like, um, they do the fireman thing. Sure. Down the holes. And, like... They can't move the oil tanker, presumably. They can, because what they do is they have massive metal oars that come out of the side of the ship and they start rowing. Oh, so the engines don't work. Engines don't work. And the way they row is literally, like, they, um... Like five people per oar, many yeah. oars, and they like they kind of like run forward and then run backwards to push the oar. Feels like it would go very slowly. Oh, absolutely. And then like basically everyone's like, "What? Where are we rowing?" He's like, "I have no fucking idea. We can't read the map." <laughs> but hey, we're just going. They're just gonna row for a month be- until they caught it on that we have no idea what's happening. Amazing. Because he's basically like to control a dissident. I'm just gonna give a cool speech. Okay, and now they're cool. loyal again. We're gonna give them a. Give them a direction. Yep. 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 So now the deck is completely empty, mm-hmm. except for, like, the mutant, and he's just there. He's like, give me my friend Enola. Yes. And they're like, hmm, we don't want what to. What if we don't, though? And, like, he has a torch, like a flare torch. Uh-huh. And, like, he goes to, like, you know, the vent that leads into the oil nice. supply, and he's like, you know what this is, right? Give me your friend, or I will drop this torch in your oil. Yeah. And, like, you wouldn't do that. You'd blow up the whole ship. Everyone would die, including you. And he's like, you're right. That is a bad idea. Anyway. <laughs> and he drops the torch. Nice. And they're just like, you fucking idiot yeah he's like consequences don't affect me <laughs> and so now there's like all this chaotic fight as the ship blows up and everything's on fire oh sure oh okay so it doesn't actually blow up it just it blows up a bit well because like there's only four feet of oil so it's all on fire now and it kind of blows out the bottom levels and the ship is slowly sinking okay now. sure yeah and there's random parts that are on fire mm-hmm. and so you know everyone's dying everyone's fighting yep uh, and Deacon kidnaps Enola and he takes the seaplane uh-huh. to like leave. Uh-huh. And you know, yeah, the... Kevin, bad idea. They have a plane. They have a plane, <laughs> Kevin. And like, so Kevin's like, you know, he zip lines down using the harpoon gun. Uh huh. And he, like, you know, makes the plane crash essentially. Sure. By just fucking it up. Yeah. And apparently Enola's fine after this crash. Oh yeah, like, of course. Deacon's kind of fucked up, Deacon's but Enola's dead, like but Enola's fine. Yes. But Enola's fine. Narrative weight. So everything's on fire, but he has Enola now. Uh-huh. And the, the airship flies over and they drop a rope and they start yeah, good climbing. Good thing the airship followed him. They'd be Well, I guess he's a mutant, so he's kind of like I could just swim. I guess. He did not think anything no, through. he does not think. Yeah. So, um, like, they get on the rope, they start climbing up. Oh, no, Deacon's fine. He gets on the rope as well. Oh, no. They, le- Helen throws a wrench and Deacon falls off. Sure. And as he falls off, he gets on a jet ski. Um, <laughs> this man will not die. <laughs> he will not die. And so he's on a jet ski and he shoots Enola. Mm-hmm. And she falls off. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's like, yay! And, like, he and two other jet skiers go to capture her as she, like, floats in the water. But the mutant is like, oh, no, we're not going to let this happen. And he, like, ties a rope to his leg off the airship. Oh, now he cares. Now he cares. And he bungee jumps down (laughs) Uh and, like, grabs Enola. And then because of the the bounce, he, like, bounces back up. I don't think ropes work like that. Well, yeah, they don't. And as he bounces up, the jet skis crash into each other and explode. (laughs) This is a comedy. It's a comedy now! (laughs) 
<laughs> but and he has a knoll, and then like he has to be like it doesn't come all the way back up to the ship; it goes back down again. Uh huh. And then they like drag him back up. Sure. And like, yay! Now we can learn to leave now. And then as they're there, the old man Gregor's like, "Wait a second. Um, well, like, um, this map because of this piece of paper I've read, I now realize like you know these um." tattoos on her back they're numbers like some sort of longitude latitude thing oh gregor can read gregor's like smart and he's like you know he was like he gave latin names like oh you're a mutant you're like ichthyosaur sapianos or whatever (laughs) you're an ichthyosaur (laughs) (laughs) like yeah like he's clearly like he's like the mad scientist was that the actual name because that's like intelligent ichthyosaur (laughs) Which is fucking incredible. I don't know. I was making up he's, with something. He's like, not actually a mutant human. He's a mutant sea monster that happens to look like a human. That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. But yep. essentially, like, um, oh, he's like, oh, but the numbers seem wrong. And then Kevin Costner's like, I've been mapping the cities below ground. And yeah, everything's like backwards. And so like, they're kind of like, oh, wait, the poles are inversed. Apparently the ice caps inverse the poles. What the fuck? I don't know. A lot of times, like, it sounds like baloney. This was pointless. Yeah, it was pointless. So now they're setting sail in the opposite direction to where they thought Dryland was. Okay. And it's just, like, the five of them. Uh Helen, Enola, Gregor, the town guard. Sure. And, um... Are they they back on Kevin's ship? No, 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 they're on the airship. Oh, okay, they're on the airship. So they're sailing in the airship. Yeah. La-da-da, it's a long time, they're running out of water. When suddenly a seagull lands... Oh. And they're just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, because they'd never seen birds Birds. Before. Birds aren't a thing. Yeah. Anyway, they arrive at dry, dry land. Yeah. It's lots of fresh water. They're, they get off the ship and they're frolicking. Right. Drinking water. Sure. We see like these wild horses run by. <laughs> and it's like, okay. How did, how did all these animals and plants get to the top of the Alps? <laughs> I don't know. There's just a bunch of wild animals here. Sure. And someone fucking Noah's arced this. <laughs> they did. And but they find a cabin, like a sort of like um ramshackle cabin. Mm-hmm. And in it they find two skeletons lying on a bed. Also there's no people here. There's no people here. No one's ever found dry land. But Anola was So what they find is they find the two people. Uh-huh. And they find um Okay, so so these two people are Anola's parents and they were the only ones who found this place and they were dying. Yeah, they were dying. Like and they, f- they had a baby and they were like, Well, obviously we can't look after her because we're about to die, so we'll just have to send her out onto the water. Yeah, and we'll put a tat and they like they tattooed a map on her back. Right. So presumably they're like, like listen, we'll die and either she will survive in the ocean or she will die. Like, yeah, that makes more sense. And like Anola's there and she goes like, I'm home <laughs> And Sure. She would not remember. Yeah, and Kevin is basically meanwhile Kevin looks very shook by everything. He's like, Oh, dry land, oh, animals, oh, the mo- the floor's not moving. I need to leave. <laughs> I hate this. My mutant senses are going haywire. <laughs> yeah, so basically he gets the the old boat that was left there and he's like, I'm out and they're like, but you're here. You belong here. He's like, yeah, no, I'm out. He just mad maxes this shit yeah, and he, leaves. Yeah. Yep. So they're like, they sadly watch him sail away, but now he has many lime trees. Sure. Is that the end? And that's the end. Okay. So it's just Enola and Hel- Helen. Helen, yeah. The town guard. Oh, yeah. There are other people. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. But yeah, that was the movie. I don't know. This movie was so like the background premise is fun and good, yeah. but the actual content is so yeah. Bleh. It's like someone took like an amazing premise slash world building thing and just built a really stupid Shit. story in it. Mm. So in the end, it was kind of a disappointing movie. Yeah. But hey, I was told apparently it was a very bad movie. So <laughs> yeah. Um. I do have a recommendation. Yes. I mean, obviously, there's, like, Mad Max Fury Road if you want a good yes. um, 
like post-apocalyptic sort of world. Yes. Like chef's kiss. Um, I want to recommend, it's actually a, a manga and an anime. It's called Golden Kami. Uh-huh. And it's like, the story follows um, Saichi Sugimoto, a veteran of the early 20th century Russo-Japanese war, mm-hmm. in his quest to find a huge fortune of gold left by the Ainu people, with the help by a young Ainu girl named As- Asirpa. So, like, the Ainu are, like, the indigenous people of Japan, mm-hmm. similar to, like, the Inuit mm-hmm. or the um, indigenous Australians. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason I'm recommending this is because part of the premise is her father was, like, basically put in jail, and he knew where this, like, pile of gold was because it was like a a tribute or an offering that the Ainu people had put together to give to someone. Sure. And um, he tattooed the location on the back of several different prisoners. Uh-huh. So you had to have all the prisoners together to put together the map. Oh, uh, I see. And then there was a massive jailbreak and all the prisoners escaped. Uh-huh. And sort of like um, um, Asipra wanted to, Asipra wanted to basically find the gold to prove her father like innocent because sure. he was accused of betraying the tribe and sure. keeping the gold for himself. And so like it's a huge like treasure hunt and they fought, like have to fight all these other like divisions to try and find these prisoners and then put together the maps. Yeah. So it's very cool, very fun. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see the connection obviously the, yeah. the tattoo map. So yeah. that's my recommendation. Sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Well, thank you for telling me about Waterworld. Cool. So uh don't watch Waterworld. Don't watch Waterworld. Um, make your own. <laughs> make your own. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, oh, I, kind fuck, of, I forgot. I kind of want to do like Waterworld the RPG now. That with... would be quite fun. Yeah. Like it'd be a good RPG saying. Yes. Cool. Cool. Yes. Well, thank you for suffering through that for me, Sasha. Things I do for you. For me personally and specifically. Yes. Yes. Watch shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> for no one else would I watch Waterworld. <laughs> All right. Enough of this. All right, cool. Let's escape this prison. Of damp humidity. Of dampness. All right, bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie recs, hilarious anecdotes, or you just want to chat, hit us up on Twitter at Popcorn Fort or send us an email at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries, whose other work you can find on Twitter at Horberries underscore. If you'd like to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes or just tell a friend. Tune in next week for more nonsense.